I can't force the change in their hearts. That's what Christ does. That's what knowing Christ does. And it's just my responsibility to keep introducing them to him. I'm Tina. I'm a wife and stay-at-home mom of three boys. Life is full of crazy, and I want to share it with you. I really want to do this podcast, but like you, I don't always have time to sit down and record. So we're going to fold laundry, bake, do all the things together while we talk. I'm glad you're here to walk through life with me. Do you have one of those moms that you want to emulate? You, you find yourself trying to figure out how she does it. Is it the form of discipline in the home or maybe, the, maybe it's the Bible study book that she's been reading? I have one in mind. I always found myself captivated with her spirit, with just her overall calmness. And I could see that her children truly respected her. They loved being part of the ministry. And it just seemed like an all-around great family. And I loved being around them. And I've, I've seen myself wondering so many times, how did she do it? What did she say? How did she teach? About five years ago, I was trying to get a young mom's ministry started at our church. I had participated in one at a different church and it had a huge impact on me as a mom with littles. And I wanted to share that, but in getting started, I hadn't already had a whole list of ladies to come in and and speak and impart wisdom on all of the young moms. So I had to do it myself. And my Goodness, I felt so inadequate and I still feel that way right now. But one of the brief challenges that came from my personal reading at the time came from Mark chapter 5. Now, if you're familiar with Mark 5, the end of chapter 4, as you know, it, it concludes with, with Christ being awoken in the boat, his disciples in a panic, And all he does is say, peace, be still, everything settles down, not a wave, and his disciples are left in awe. Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Then you have what we're going to talk about in Mark 5. Right away after that, he raises Jairus' daughter from the dead and heals a woman who's had a chronic illness, and, 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 and. He is on a miracle roll, as it were. And right in between this, we see that Christ has power over demons. So he and his disciples, who are still a little bit shocked, they land, and they were in this place that I can't pronounce. <laughs> Starts with a G. They were at the place of G. <laughs> And what do they come upon but a man running around naked 
only wearing chains and tattered ropes. They come to find out that this man is possessed with demons. He's been running around like this for some time now. He's too strong. No one can catch him. No one can hold him down. Ropes can't bind him. Chains he just undoes. He, and he's just he's just running wild in the countryside, among the tombs, and everybody's just completely given up on him. Now Christ comes to him, and right away the demons acknowledge who he is. They know, and they ask for Christ to be to be merciful to them, and he casts them out into the pigs up there on the hillside and the, the, the swine go nuts and they run into the sea and everybody there is then in shock of Christ and what he did. And who is this guy now? And there, so much that they were like, okay, you know what? Could you actually leave? Because that was really weird and we feel uncomfortable now. <laughs> Could you leave? So Christ then leaves and that's when he, you know, heals Jairus's daughter, raises her from the dead and, and, and on and on. I read this and immediately I thought about our son. And and I thought if God could help a demon-possessed man, I can trust him to be able to deal and help me deal with my mischievous toddler. Now, this isn't the only person that Jesus dramatically changed, but I could definitely relate to the idea of insanity. Yes, that's true. God can do that. Just this week, it dawned on me how that works. The man was changed because he was exposed to Christ. He knew him. Now, you've heard me talk about this several times. My boys and I were reading through the New Testament while homeschooling this year. Spending so much time in the Gospels together has given me a fresh perspective on who Christ is. That exposure to Christ has changed me. I understand more of who he is and what he expects from those who seek to follow him. And as I strive to mirror Christ, I've been able to see our boys make small changes as well. You know that lady I talked about at the very beginning of the podcast? Well, now as I've actually been a mom myself, I think I I found her secret. I can now look back on years of interactions with her, knowing who she is. And it's so clear to me that her relationship with Christ herself helped frame the relationship that her children had. Now, I'm not saying that her redemption is in any way passed down to them, but she was faithful to seek out Christ and and desire to know him more. And then she mirrored what that looked like. And proved it to be desirable. That's something that I, I desperately seek for myself. Because I know that in and of myself, I'm going to keep making mistakes constantly. So many times a day. I remember as a kid thinking, well, I don't actually think I sinned today. And now as an adult, I, you know, with my eyes open, hopefully, more I notice things all the time and I'm noticing more and more of those things because as a family, we're going through and we're daily in the scriptures and learning more about God and Jesus and, and, and who God is and what he expects from me. Saying the right things 
and doing the right things and having the perfect method is not going to change my kids. I can't force them to change. I can't force the change in their hearts. That's what Christ does. That's what knowing Christ does. And it's just my responsibility to keep introducing them to him. I know it might sound too simple, but it's exactly what he calls us to do. In 1 Corinthians 11.1, Paul tells his children in Christ to imitate him as he imitates Christ. And let's not forget that Paul wasn't a perfect person either. I know that sometimes we can think that he had it all together and thus we should imitate him. But no, he's, he was a sinner too, just like us. And he was telling them to imitate him as he further imitated Christ. So how can we imitate or mirror Christ if we aren't exposing ourselves to who he is through his word? Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you were encouraged or challenged by something you heard. And I always love hearing from listeners. So please, please reach out at Tina Hornick on Instagram or at keepingmysanity.com. 